Imagine you wake up tomorrow as the true creator of your own life. What will you do with it? Imagine you could lead yourself through any obstacle or challenge standing in your way. Imagine you feel joyful, alive and free to live the life you dream of, be true to yourself and to make a real difference in the world every single day. You can. You are all these things already. In this moment, tomorrow and the next day. You already have everything you need within you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm so very excited you've invited me to join you on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create, Lead, Live. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm really thrilled that you've joined me for today's session. This week we're going to be talking about saying goodbye to imposter syndrome, perfectionism and self-doubt. And I don't think it's going to come as a surprise to you how important this is as a topic for us to explore. And the reason it's important is because so many of us experience this feeling. I think it's very common in the clients that I work with, in people in the leadership space, in the business world, and in life in general. Those of us who hold high hopes for the impact that we're going to leave in the world, like we have dreams about making a difference in the world, we have dreams about creating an amazing business that impacts many, many lives, we dream about leading in a powerful way in ways that make a difference in the lives of others or in the world itself. I think this drive that we have to really make a difference and this desire that we have to take full responsibility for who we are and how we lead in the world can lead us to question who we are and you know what we're here for and why and why it why us why would we be the ones showing up why does our voice matter why does our perspective matter you know why have we got anything of value to offer you know we have all these questions which come up over time we wonder how we're perceived by others we you know hope that they will see us in the way that we desire for them to see us, um, but we don't know. And so we're kind of left to guess. And I think, you know, in many ways, this experience or these feelings of doubt, questioning and wondering about how we are perceived by the world and also about how to do things, how to approach things, how to make decisions in our lives, in our businesses and careers, it comes back to one very, very important thing, and that is our level of self-trust and our level of faith in ourselves. And I think, you know, most, most of us, many of us have been taught since the time we were very young to look outside ourselves for guidance and support and answers, solutions, experts. You know, we've been encouraged really to externalize the things that we want to do and the, the difference that we want to make all of the ideas and solutions we're taught are outside ourselves so you think about as you grow up as a child you look to your parents you look to your teachers you look to medical professionals like doctors and dentists and the people that you encounter as a young person that you see as 
experts in their field and very rarely as a child are you taught to trust your own judgment to trust yourself to trust your own you know instincts and wisdom about things it, in fact the opposite you know for many years as a child we're actually taught that we don't know anything we have no idea what we're doing and that we need others we're reliant on others to survive and yes to an extent that's correct when you're a child but the lessons that we learn as a child don't necessarily balance up for us the fact that there's a lot of internal wisdom that we carry as well even as a child like children are so wise in so many ways and we don't always give them credit for it we don't always let them know you know as adults I'm a mum myself we don't always let children know that they have that wisdom or that the things that they say are really clever and smart that they actually have insights about things that even adults don't have um, because children are so uninhibited by these self-doubts and you know this kind of stuff it hasn't built up in their system yet these questions that they have about how they're perceived and how they're experienced all of that stuff is stuff that we learn through that journey of being a child and the things that are said to us and if you're anything like me you're you know a high performing person you really you know value the opportunity to make a difference in the world you really value the opportunity to be you know someone that has or you you know claim that level of self-responsibility to make a difference to serve others to do things that go beyond just you know yourself and over that you know time of you know growing and developing we've learned that we don't necessarily have the skills or abilities to do that on our own we don't have the you know inner wisdom available to us as readily as we do the external and so what do we do as adults in business or in leadership we look to those outside ourselves we look to our bosses we look to our colleagues we look to the experts in particular fields um, and we don't that one of the last things we do is look to our internal wisdom to our internal intuition and self-trust and so one of the things that I find like people often come to me and they feel like they're struggling with self-confidence they have these imposter feelings or they feel like a fraud in certain situations they feel like they're not enough and their belief is that it's about self-confidence about being confident in themselves and what they do and they try to be better at everything they try to do better to have more qualifications to learn more to read more to expand their you know learning and their wisdom and their knowledge through external means through absorbing more and taking more on board but one of the things that happens when we do that is we become really stuck in our heads and we become really disconnected from that internal voice within us which has a lot of wisdom and knowledge and insight about things which can often shake up the way that we're looking at things so often what happens to us is we accumulate all these external um, ideas and thoughts and beliefs and ways of doing things assumptions about the world and how it works and we've accumulated that over a lifetime and what it leads to us having at this age or this time in our lives or this you know level of um, leadership is that we have all these assumptions that we carry that we believe are true that we hold dear that we use as our default position because we've 
we've seen them so many times, usually because we've grown up in an environment where those messages were reinforced over and over again. We believe that these are there's right and wrong ways of doing things. We believe that others you know, know what they're doing and that they're experts and that they're doing things right. And we believe that we don't really know what we're doing. We believe that we're floundering or that we need guidance and support on everything in order to be able to really lift to that level. And so, you know, what I see and what I have, what I experience in my business is I have a lot of people come to me who want more experience before they do things. They offer lots of free stuff um, because they feel like they're not ready to charge for it yet or they don't have the experience yet or they don't have enough testimonials yet. Or, you know, they just don't feel confident within themselves yet. They want to do more free stuff to gain confidence. But really, confidence doesn't come from doing more of that thing. You know, sure, you're going to get more confident from doing more of that thing. But the foundational challenge is still going to be there, which is the self-trust piece. If you don't trust yourself, if you don't tune in, to what your inner wisdom and your intuition is telling you if you don't listen to it if you ignore it and and tell yourself that it's untrustworthy then you're going to be looking outside yourself all the time and one of the biggest challenges about looking outside yourself all the time is that you're going to find a lot of conflicting information you're going to have a lot of different advice different ideas different thoughts different how-tos coming from so many different corners of your life um, and of your business and your career. There are going to be numerous, you know, unlimited amounts of conflicting information. And the only way that you can really sort it out and find the path for you and set a clear direction for yourself is about tuning in to what feels right for you. Connecting with those internal signals that you have within your own body, within your own heart, your soul, within your spirit that will help guide you to the right path for you. And you're not going to be able to hone that connection with yourself by always looking outside yourself for the answers. So the more that you are looking outside for that advice and guidance, the harder it's going to be for you to hear that internal voice. And I'm not saying and never will say that all the answers that you need are within you in the sense that you have all the knowledge and wisdom about every particular field there is in the world. Like, you know, I don't believe that I'm a medical doctor and I can self-treat myself for health conditions, Um, but I have the resources and the wisdom within me to make decisions about the right course of action for me and who to listen to about various different things. And so that inner wisdom that you have helps you to navigate any situation that you find yourself in life. It doesn't give you every single answer that you need to every single problem, but it helps you find the answers and to find the places where those answers will be. And it helps you to know when you've heard it. It helps you to connect with it. So part of this process is that internal connection and that recognition of what your inner wisdom does when you've hit the solution or the answer for you. It's like the light bulb moments that we experience in life or the goosebump moments or the like, I guess just those moments in life where you're just like the aha for you, where you know, yes, this is 
exactly the right message. It's exactly the right feeling. And this is exactly the right timing. And so you know within every ounce of your being that that at that particular point in time, you can trust what you're feeling. You can trust what's going through your mind and you can fully trust yourself. And this is what it means to let go of imposter syndrome and perfectionism and self-doubt. It's about instead of judging yourself and what you're doing and how you're doing it and making decisions based on the external world and what it's telling you to do and all the noise that we encounter, this is about stepping away from all of that and reconnecting with trust in yourself, reconnecting with the signals that your body and your mind and your spirit give you when you've found the right path for you. You know it. You know it. There's no confusion anymore. You don't feel like you're questioning and doubting. You just feel centered. You feel secure and you feel safe because you trust that you know exactly what to do next. You're not going to know necessarily the whole path. You're not going to have every step to the outcome that you dream of, but you're going to be able to sit centered in that moment, knowing exactly what you need to do right now. And it doesn't take a lot to really shift this energy of imposter syndrome and self-doubt and perfectionism. It's really a simple shift. It's a simple shift from looking outside yourself when you're struggling or you're stressed or you're overwhelmed or you're feeling like you're not enough. It's stepping from that place of not enoughness and fear and doubt and into what is my heart calling me towards here? What is What am I feeling honoring that? What is my heart telling me is the next step for me? And that might be actually slowing down. It might be stopping. It might be going for a walk and having some fresh air and suspending your you know, decision-making for a period of time. Or it might be that you know the next step that you need to take, like something small. It might be something tiny, like mailing a letter that you've been sitting on. You know, you might be applying for a job and you've been, you know, questioning whether or not you're good enough for it or whether or not you're ready. And it may be that you know that you've got the application written and it's ready to go and all you have to do is, well, mailing, <laughs> email it, send it online. Um, it might be that you only know the next step. Um, but the the most important thing is being able to reconnect with you. And, you know, I talk about this a lot and I often use this kind of qualification as well, which is if you're really struggling and, you know, emotionally finding it really difficult to calm yourself down, there's nothing wrong with reaching out and getting help, going to your GP, speaking to a counsellor, speaking to a trusted friend, someone that you can, that you know is not going to bombard you with shoulds and coulds and that's not going to add to your overwhelm, but that's going to help you to sit with what's happening for you right now and reconnect with that wisdom within you. Because that, you know, that is really where the magic lies in your life. That is where the amazing, you know, outcomes lie within that self-trusting place within you where you can stay centered within your decision making, where you can move forward confidently 
without doing more work, without doing more, you know, getting more qualifications or credentials, without adding more layers to all you have to have before you're enough. This is really about sitting and being centered in that moment with yourself and getting support to do that if you need it. But seeing that, you know, you're not alone in this. This is really common. It's so common. And particularly in people that are high performing people, you know, and also in high level professions with lots of education behind them, the message that you've received over many, many, many years, over a lifetime, is that more intellectual growth and development is good and that more learning is good. And I'm, you know, saying it is, <laughs> but sometimes what we need is not more learning, it's not more external input that can sometimes just confuse us even more. Sometimes we already know what the path needs to be, but we gather more and more and more and more information from outside ourselves and we become more and more confused because what we're trying to do is use the external world to make those decisions that we need to make, that we can make, that we're equipped to make, that you've got the experience, knowledge and wisdom already within you to make and to know what information you also need to gather. So to be able to, you know, your next step might be, I know all of this, you know, I've got all of this together, but there's this one piece to this puzzle that I need help with that I don't know. And so you're not necessarily looking off in every direction. You've got a very clear picture of exactly what you need next in order to move things forward. And so then you can be selective about the kind of information that you're gaining. It's like when you Google something and you kind of Google something really broad and you get all kinds of different solutions. But when you're trusting yourself, you can be really specific because you know exactly what you need next to help you on your journey. So I hope that these ideas have been helpful for you and that it helps you to really regain a bit more sense of self-trust, to reach out for the help that you need when you need it, and to trust that guidance within you to let you know when something feels like a good fit and when it doesn't. This is such a powerful thing that you can do and it's so simple, but it just relies on that commitment, that choice that we make to actually give it a go. Try whenever you're tempted to pick up your phone and Google something or whenever you're tempted to search for someone that's an expert in a particular area that you think you need to reconnect with what you're feeling in your body, like exactly what you're feeling, what you're feeling called towards, what feels like the right next step for you and exactly what you're looking for. Like having a clear picture of that direction you're going will help you to then find the exact pieces you need as you move forward. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening. I, uh, until next time, take care. Looking forward to seeing you then. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you were able to join me for this podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you could please leave a review to let me know. And if you'd like to reach out, be a guest on this podcast or share your thoughts on a topic that we've covered, please get in touch at coaching at emilywilkes.com. I'd love to hear from you.